0: And uh, take our Bibles today. We're going to go to uh, Hebrews chapter number 13. Uh, Hebrews chapter number 13. Uh, and um, the, this last Wednesday, and let me encourage you, on Wednesday nights, uh, we have our Bible study at 7 p.m. Uh, and we uh, often dig pretty deep uh, into uh, the Scripture in, in different ways. And uh, this last Wednesday, obviously, on the, uh, the tail end of uh, the election, uh, we, uh, I preached and taught from Hebrews chapter number 12 uh, and uh, where uh, the Bible says we're compassed about by a great, uh, great cloud of witnesses and God's instructing these Hebrew Christians who uh, are now uh, trying, they're trying to transition from uh, a life that they lived under the law to being under grace and uh, we read all the way through the New Testament how they struggled with that. Uh, and uh, the legalism, and all the different stuff, uh, in adding to grace. That's what legalism is, by the way. It's when you add something to salvation, works. Uh, And uh, they were trying to keep feast days and do all the things that they did uh, under Judaism, and then be saved under grace. Uh, And then they were time and time again uh, exhorted, rebuked. Uh, There was much controversy uh, through that time. Remember, all the Bible is written for us, not all of it's written to us. So when we point to those disputes and those thoughts uh, to try to use as a proof text uh, for not obeying the Lord, uh, we're doing the wrong thing. Uh, and, and so uh, be careful always that, uh, that you don't, uh, don't use uh, the Bible uh, in ways that you shouldn't. Uh, so uh, we got down into verse number twenty-seven. Just doing this before we read our text from chapter number thirteen, uh, and uh, that the Bible said this: it says, "And this word, verse twenty-seven of, of chapter twelve, yet once more signify it the removing of those things which are shaken, as of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Whereby, wherefore we receive in a kingdom which cannot be moved." Uh, Let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear for our God is a consuming fire. And so I uh, really tried to encourage our church members Wednesday night uh, to be focused on the things that are permanent. Uh, the things that uh, cannot be shaken, like, uh, like the throne of God, the Word of God, uh, and uh, the church of God, the child of God. Uh, nothing can separate us from the love of God. And, uh, and so we're to focus on that. I remember uh, hearing years and years ago that uh, one thing that stays the same is everything changes. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and there is so much change uh, in our life. I mean, uh, you know, yes, uh, politically, and all the stuff that uh, that's going on in that, uh, you know, realm. Uh, but in our own personal lives, whether it's uh, you know employment to health, and uh, and again, be praying for uh, everyone with the uh, uh, the virus and and stuff. And so there's a constant um, uh, there's constant changes that we deal with in our life, and uh, and and we need to be uh, we need to be patient. Uh, And we have to uh, trust uh, the Lord in all of those changes, uh, but then put our focus on stuff that doesn't. So we are encouraged by uh, the fact that the Bible teaches us that we're part of a kingdom uh, that can't be moved. Uh, So we then serve God with grace. We go on and serve Him uh, acceptably by the way it says, serve the God acceptably. There are things that you can do even if you're saved that are unacceptable to God. Uh, the Bible is very clear about that. Uh, but So don't let any minister or false teacher or whatever uh, tell you that God doesn't care about that stuff because he, uh, he really does with reverence and godly fear. Why? Because God is a consuming fire. He, uh, he is telling these Hebrew Christians, those that have been saved by grace, uh, that they're to live by grace and serve God and have reverence and fear. And then he goes through a list of things uh, which we're going to read right now. And I'd like to invite you to stand, uh, if you would, please, for the reading of our text. And I'll pray and then we'll continue forward. Uh, But the Bible says this in verse number one of chapter number 13. Let brotherly love continue. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby... Some have entertained uh, angels unawares. Remember them that are in bonds is bound with them and them which suffer adversity as being yourselves also in the body. Marriage is, is honorable in, in, in all and the bed undefiled, but whoremongers and adulterers God will judge. And here we're going to find the main part of our text. It says, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with what, such things as you have. For he hath said... I will never leave thee nor forsake thee, so that we may boldly say the Lord is my helper and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Heavenly Father, I pray that you bless this message today. Speak to our hearts, please. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. I've entitled this morning's message, For He Hath Said. For He Hath Said. these. Sometimes when we go to the Bible, like these first several verses, uh, it kind of seems like God just kind of shotgunning, giving us this thing and this thing and uh, in lists. And I like lists. I'm a list guy. I like to write things down. And, uh, and there are plenty of lists uh, in the Bible that God wants us uh, to follow. And I'm thankful that they're there uh, because uh, the word of God is given to us so that uh, not to, uh, uh, to make sin exceeding sinful so that we understand and know what, uh, what God says and thinks about these things. And, and so uh, he really, in a nutshell, because I've got to hurry, uh, is telling these Hebrew Christians uh, that they're to continue forward uh, with morality uh, and piety and holiness, that from the Old Testament dispensation to the New Testament dispensation, uh, morality and piety are still important. So he's talking about grace and going forward in grace, uh, but he's encouraging them to still be moral and to still be a holiness and walk with God. Uh, and he deals and gives them several examples that are, uh, that are right there in what we listed. He says, let your conversation, it's not what you're saying, it's talking about your entire life. Let your conversation, uh, verse number five, be without covetousness and be content with what such things uh, as ye have. Now, I'll be speaking more to that, uh, in this evening service and uh, and kind of around, but that contentedness is, is more than just being content with you know uh, money or the things that we have it's it's to be content uh, with life uh, it's to be content with uh, with the, what's going on uh, around you. It's not to mean to be disengaged, uh, but there are some things that take place that you have zero influence over. Um, if I you know I think about the election and uh, and uh, uh, Washington State, in particular, uh, when it hits eight o'clock, man, everything goes blue. As soon as they announce it, and you know full well that uh, there are, um, you know, places all over that are just filled with ballots, <laughs> uh, and they haven't even picked them up yet because people are can have till that time. And so, uh, there's a part of me that feels uh, uh, like disenfranchised or whatever. Like, uh, like we're here, and when I vote, um, you feel helpless. Uh, to be able to, to, you know, to influence or stop, and you just kind of feel like there's nothing you can do. Um, but I know that I can pray, and I know that I can, uh, I can stand, and I know that uh, there are things that, uh, that from an activity standpoint that, that are there, but, uh, but it's that when you feel helpless um, uh, as a Christian, you're really not. Uh, and there are things that are beyond our influence and beyond our control uh, that take an absolute belief and trust uh, that God in His ways and His purposes, that He has a plan. And even when we can't see it, uh, you think about grand scheme things like, uh, like the world's uh, uh, political theater, uh, but, but right down to you know, stuff that goes on uh, you know, at your house or whatever. It's like uh, you know, somebody comes and takes the, uh, the exhaust system off of a van. Um, you know, if you were to turn on the security cameras this morning and, uh, and, to, uh, uh, and to see Autumn uh, in the van st- starting it and, uh, and wondering what she broke uh, when she turned it on, uh, the look on her face was priceless. I wish I could zoom in with the cameras to, uh, 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 to that uh, or to me going out there and I know immediately to look under because it's loud and, uh, and I know where loud comes from. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, so uh, it's, but I didn't, I didn't kick the van. Uh, I didn't, I don't, them, you know, blasted kids and, uh, and, uh, and on and on and on and on and on. Um, why? It's not going to put the muffler back on. It's not going to grow. It doesn't grow a catalytic converter <laughs> uh, and, uh, and whatever. It's just not going to help anything. Uh, and so I'm not, I've decided that I'm, I'm not going to be bitter. I'm not going to be bitter at that. I'm not going to be bitter at an election. I'm not going to be bitter at at, at family or at a Christian because the Bible says that bitterness is dangerous and even the root of it is. And so I'm just not going to live that way. Some things are out of my control. And not just some, a lot of things. And if I don't focus on the things that I can influence and the things that I can help, uh, then that sphere of influence shrinks because I'm focusing too many, uh, uh, my attention on things of concern uh, that I can't do anything about. And I'm not talking about being apathetic or not caring. I care about a whole lot of things, uh, but, uh, but I have to focus on things uh, that are permanent so it's the conversation in uh, covetousness, and it's more than just stuff. It's just really being content with where God has placed you uh, in the time. I've said this. I've said I wish I lived back in Bible times, or I wish I lived in uh, you know uh, little house in the prairie times. You know, God fearing folks, and uh, and there's there's no uh, you know uh, you know all this stuff that we don't like just just really wasn't around. And boy, I wish I lived in times, but God has me living today. Uh, and I can't live a life of regret and wishing I lived in a different time or a different place or whatever. Uh, and, uh, and so I have to deal with where I'm at. Uh, and I'm thankful that we have the scriptures uh, that help us with that. So he said, for he has said, verse number five, the middle part, I will never leave thee uh, nor forsake thee. So I'm going to point out just quickly uh, nine things. <laughs> uh, usually my sermons have one point. Uh, really, and, uh, but nine things in uh, and, uh, and the time it takes me to do one uh, here this morning about this phrase and this passage here. Uh, and the first thing I want you to notice uh, is that this statement was an emphatic statement. Uh, He says, the Bible says, he hath said. Uh, That is like um, uh, shall uh, in the Bible. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Not hope so. It is the word of God. Uh, It is is, uh, a a statement that God gives. It's a directive uh, and it's an emphatic one. Uh, God says, and when God says something, not only should it get our attention, but we ought to listen to it. Uh, We ought to trust it. Uh, We ought to obey it. Uh, we are, we have to follow what the what God says, uh, and uh, and when we feel like God has left us, when we feel like God has forsaken us, and here's how I here's how I know uh, some people, even in this room, uh, feel that way because one well, one they'll tell me <laughs> uh, I just feel like God's you know not real in my life, and uh, and I don't feel His presence, and uh, and and I know whatever is going on, it isn't it isn't God. God didn't leave. So, well, how do you know that? He says he'll never leave. And I can't believe in a God that says heaven's real and hell's real if he's just going to be lying in one part or whatever. What God says is always true. Uh, and it's an emphatic thing. He'll never, and it's, com- it's confident I believe that. He will never. Why? Because he said. Now, if, if you say to me, hey, um, I'll always be there for you. Anything you need, you just let me know. Uh, now, I may trust you. Uh, until you do something that causes me not to trust you. And I'm going to give anybody the benefit of the doubt. I'll, I, will, uh, I, I will do that. Uh, but, uh, but it's not a promise like God's promise. And you may fail me. You may leave me. You may forsake me. You may, uh, you, may uh, uh, you know, I've got a, a litany of people uh, that were in my life uh, who've given me those promises who are no longer in my life. But you know who is and who's a constant? God. He he hath said, emphatically so. Uh, And then uh, something else, uh, point out the fact that uh, it's an an ancient statement. And here's what I mean by that. He hath said, points us back to all the times that he said the very same thing. Turn with me really quickly, uh, kind of like a sword drill. Genesis chapter number 28 uh, and verse number 15. It is an ancient statement. He hath said uh, and uh, emphatic, but it's also Uh, something that God has said before. In Genesis 28, verse number 15, here's what he said to Jacob. And behold, I am with thee, and will keep thee in all places whither thou goest, and I will bring thee again unto this land. I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken to thee of. Do you realize the Bible says about you as a Christian that God is bringing you to an expected end? Uh, that God is a sovereign God, and uh, and uh, He, of course, lets us make choices and decisions, and we have free will. Uh, but God has a purpose and a plan, and He's bringing. We ha- we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, and uh, His hand is upon us, and we should be obeying and following Him, and uh, in in loving the process of it all. You see, God takes uh, things uh, to uh, to mold and to shape us, even stuff like elections. Uh, because, I mean, I, uh, I told Wednesday night, and it's gotten a whole lot better, but if, uh, if you were up close, you could see even still around uh, my eye and the inside, it's all bloody. And uh, partway through the uh, election coverage, uh, I went up and was, I was passing a mirror, and my eye had just blown out. And, uh, and I, thought, I thought, you know, maybe high blood pressure. Uh, you know, or one other thing, I thought I was having a stroke, uh, something was going on uh, and uh, maybe stress. Uh, I, I thought about Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane where he cried uh, tears of, of, of blood uh, because of, this, of the distress of taking on uh, the sins of the earth. And I thought, well, that's probably not what's happening. Uh, I mean, it's an, it's an election, but, uh, but that's what I thought of. And, uh, and, uh, and so I was, I was distressed Distraught. I could think of many D words uh, that I could uh, tell you about how I felt. Uh, and uh, and uh, the more the night went on and the more things kind of went the direction that they're going, um, I just, you know, it's like God's in control. It can't just be a platitude. It has to be something that we really believe in. Because if, if we don't believe and live that, we'll just, we'll drive ourselves batty. Uh, and, uh, and so uh, he has said, he said it to us in Hebrews and to those Christians and under inspiration. That's a promise to me. He'll never leave. But he's told that. He said that to Jacob. Uh, he's told Israel the same thing. Of course, Jacob is Israel, but Israel uh, as, uh, as a people, he said this in Deuteronomy 31, verse 6, be strong and of a good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them for the Lord thy God, he it is that doth go with thee. He will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Verse eight says, "And the Lord, uh, he, uh, and the Lord, He it is that doth go before thee. He will be with thee. He will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Fear not, neither be dismayed." And so, that's another D word, by the way, uh, dismayed. Look, what's going on with my eye? What's going on with this country? What's going on with this state? Uh, and uh, and why am I the only sane person that lives here? <laughs> and uh, dismay. But the Bible says, fear not and be, to, and, and be not dismayed. So when I'm dismayed, I have that feeling and that emotion uh, and uh, discouraged or, uh, and, I, and, I, and I feel that way. Uh, but when I go to the Bible, I'm automatically reminded that I need to stop. Because God says, I'm right there with you uh, and I'm never going to leave you and I'm not going to forsake you. Be of good cheer. Uh, I have overcome the world. And so, so that's I mean that's t- I mean that's a tough pill to swallow, even for a believer, because we have blood running through our veins and, uh, and our eyes uh, and uh, and uh, and uh, and we feel stuff. But God says, uh, "Be strong." He told Joshua in Joshua chapter number one, verse number five: "There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life, as I was with Moses." So I will be with thee. I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. See, he hath said. And so we can go to Genesis and Deuteronomy and Joshua. We can go to First Chronicles chapter number 28, verse 20, where God says, And David said to Solomon, his son, Be strong and of a good courage. Do it. Fear not, nor be dismayed. For the Lord God, even my God, will be with thee. He will not fail thee nor forsake thee until thou hast finished all the work. For the service of the house of the Lord. You see, you're you seeing a pattern? Um, he, he's, not, he's not leaving us. We're not, uh, you know, like God has just left us. God just moved uh, out of uh, the left coast, uh, and, uh, uh, and, uh, and He's just not here. We can't do anything for God. Uh, God's not working. Uh, there were scores of people saved here, by the way, yesterday. God is working. People begin getting saved at uh, at other times. Uh, God has not left us. It is an emphatic, he hath said in an ancient thing, he hath said. But it's also a divine statement, he. He said, God, Jehovah God, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nissi, El Shaddai, all the names of God. Uh, The Lord, uh, God is a sovereign God and this is a divine promise. Again, we can go back to whether we keep promises or not, but it says he Hath said, but it's also a personal thing, for he hath said, "I will never leave what thee. I'll never leave thee. Uh, It's not us. I never. uh, It's not them. uh, But it's the word thee. That means me. Uh, God will never. So it's a personal promise, Uh, and and I claim it. Uh, You ever, you ever. uh, Here's what we'll do. Uh, We'll say, we'll say this. God. You said in 1 John one nine that if I confess my sins to you, that you would forgive me and cleanse me. So I claim the promise of John one nine, uh, and God. It's almost like we feel God shouldn't forgive us, but because He said He would, we're kind of calling Him on it. And uh, because because part way down we're really not repentant, and we're planning on doing it again, so it's somehow like we're like we're like we're lawyering God. Uh, with the fine, uh, the fine you know, print in First John, John one nine, like God isn't hip to what we're doing. But God, you said, and we and we claim the promise, claim the promise of God, God that you you said you'd forgive me, so forgive me uh, in your name. Uh, but the Bible's filled with promises. And uh, and so you know, if you come to me and say, you know. Pastor, I'm really I'm at my wit's end with this election stuff and the coronavirus stuff and, uh, and, uh, and I don't know what God's doing, but I don't like it and, uh, and, uh, and I'm just, I'm losing my mind and uh, is there anything you can do to help me? Is there anything that, any words of wisdom that you can give me that'll get me through this dark time? Stop it. Stop. Because, because how you're feeling and what you're communicating is not consistent with what you say you believe. You can't say you believe God is in control and say that everything's out of control. You can't. You can't say that you know God is all powerful and that the that the heart of the king is in His hands if if you if you feel like it isn't. Uh, and uh, in as much as you know things go in ways that. That I don't like, I just kind of, I've, I've just got to go, you know. Um, uh, you know, not what do I do, not why, uh, but what do I do and how do I respond? Uh, Because, because I have, I have to live with me, Uh, and uh, and this is a personal uh, promise. It's also unconditional because it's God. Uh, when he says, I, he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Uh, that, that includes, um, if you're a believer, by the way, uh, when you sin, uh, it's under the blood. Uh, God has forgiven you. It's all under grace. Uh, if you sin willfully, there's a fearful look of, inju- of judgment. God says all that. We've got to confess sin and, and don't fall into this trap of modern Christianity that says uh, you, don't have to, after, you don't ever have to say you're sorry to God or confess anything because it's under grace. Uh, and that's why Christians that believe that live powerless Christian lives. Uh, because God, God can't use them. And, and, and when they are doing things for God, it's in the flesh, uh, and, uh, and it's just not a place that we need to be. It's an unconditional thing. Uh, he'll be present uh, in our country. He's present in hospital rooms. Uh, he, he, is, uh, he is present uh, in your prayer closet. Uh, he is present under a juniper tree. Uh, there is no place. The Bible says, "In hell, I lifted up my eyes, and Thou art there." There is no place that God isn't at. His eyes are in every place. God knows, um, you know. Uh, and, and it's just, I mean, God God knows. And, and we can we can look at elections and. Counts and challenges or this that and the other and uh and uh, and our heads are just spinning at all the things that are taking place and maybe a good thing for you to do is to shut it all off and get in your bible and let me just say that that might be the best advice i could give you don't get anything out of what i'm tell, uh, i'm preaching about today if you are if you are losing your mind turn it all off and read your bible that's your prescription. That's free. Uh, and we'll just put this: turn it off and read your Bible. Uh, and uh, because if the only reason, only time you're going to get upset uh, when you read this book is when God points something out about you. Uh, and when I turn on, when I turn on the news, uh, I see everything wrong with the world and how how I'm. There's nothing wrong with me, all right. Uh, and uh, and so turn it all off. Get in your Bible. Uh, and uh, I promise you uh, that will help you. Uh, so it is a, an emphatic promise, an ancient promise, a divine promise. It's a personal thing that's unconditional, and it's also unalterable. Never. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Never. Ever say, have somebody say, never say never? Um, uh, you could say, God, well, God said never, uh, whoever, whoever you're talking to. Never. Uh, is, it, it is unalterable. There isn't a time. Uh, let's say, for example, man, you're buying in. You believe what, what I'm saying today. Here's the Bible. Never leave me to forsake me. You're in church on a Sunday during uh, the pandemic, and when you look back to 2020, you'll be like, uh, you know, I stayed faithful and I was in church, but, uh, but uh, maybe in 2021, you get discouraged and drop out of church. Uh, uh, maybe twenty twenty two you know something happens that uh, that 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 seems to uh, that god 's you think god 's for you can get to a place you can be on fire for God one day and not the next and that 's why we are so dependent upon the grace of god uh, but when you're filled with grace and you love the Lord and you're singing the hymns and you're in your Bible and, uh, and you're active in your local church and you're doing all the things that you believe God wants you to do uh, and uh, the presence of God, even though uh, there's times where uh, you feel um, His absence, but you know He's there because you're, you're walking with God. But there could come a day when you're not. You're not walking with God and you're living uh, in sin, and you're uh, f- fulfilling the lusts of the flesh, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, you are uh, just, uh, here's the thing, it's never. He'll never leave you, nor forsake you. And I've had Christians all the time. I've been away from God, and I don't know what to do, and I've been out of church, and, uh, and uh, on and on. Uh, what, what do I need to do? All you gotta do is show up and pray, and, uh, and you're back on an even keel. That's all it takes to get from backslidden to not is a, is a prayer of confession. Why? Because he says he's never going to. It's never, never. Um, and, and 10 years from now, 20 years from now, he's always going to be there. He'll never forsake you. Uh, and uh, we had a great illustration of that at man camp with, uh, uh, with the, the lost coin and, uh, and on and on. The prodigal son. Uh, And how that uh, when uh, he returned, uh, the father, uh, you know, put the ring on his finger and and celebrated uh, his return. uh, And that's how God is. Well, he'll never, he's always there, always there to receive us. We just need to run to him. It's an unalterable promise. It's a comprehensive promise as well. Uh, It says, never leave or forsake thee. It's unique. And here's the thing. It has been tested. We have uh, then a promise of divine presence, uh, of a comforter, of a sovereign Lord. Uh, The Bible says a present help uh, in time of need. So when I think of, you know, life uh, and, uh, you know, every one of us, we're affected by the stuff that's going on. Uh, we're affected by COVID. We had people just today told us in our own family that uh, they test positive for COVID. And in uh, and, uh, and, uh, all of us, it used to be, hey, I don't know anybody that has it. And now everybody kind of knows somebody uh, that has caught it. And, uh, and, uh, and it just seems okay, like, you know, uh, all the politicians say they got an answer. And they don't. And, uh, and that's why you know, nobody believes Politicians. Uh, and uh, and so they don't have an answer. Um, so uh, we, I've, you know, if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. And uh, and uh, and there's all these things that go through our mind. But but if I get COVID, um, God has a purpose in it. Amen. Um, you know, I can. If you want to, I'll just let you on the secret. This is how I stay sane <laughs> uh, in uh, in my life. Uh, I just I just believe when God says all things work together for good uh, and that I'm his workmanship created in Christ Jesus, that God is forming and shaping me and, and molding me in my life to make me who I ought to be, uh, I look like and think everything that goes on in the world. You know what that whole expression, the world revol- revolves around me. <laughs> I just pretend like that's actually true. <laughs> and, uh, and so all this election stuff, um, God is trying to teach me faith and trust and patience. I'm sorry that you've got to go along for the ride, uh, but uh, He's working on me to make me who I ought to be. And uh, and so um, and but but I, I look at it that way because I have to look at trials and difficulties as God using those things to help grow me in grace. And uh, and so if it's a if it's a thing that affects everybody or if it's something that uh, it is mine and mine alone. Uh, it is God working uh, through those things to form and shape me. So, so when I say, uh, it, you know, why, you know, it's not about why and trying to figure all these different things. It's like what, like what do I do? How do I live? How do I, how do I glorify God with my life uh, in a dark world uh, and uh, where where it's increasingly growing more difficult. Uh, to live for Jesus in. Um, but uh, that expression, darker the night, the brighter the light. That's why I got I to, I, you know, I'm not going to, as soon as, as soon as election results, I, I remember seeing people uh, on Facebook, uh, they're like, that's it, we're moving to Texas. <laughs> I'm like, literally, they're, they're, they're gone. Uh, other people I've, I saw, I'm like, oh, we just bought a house in Arizona. I'm like, you're gone? Where, when did you leave? And, and people are running and running and running in, uh, uh, you know, different places. But if everybody runs away from, uh, from this area uh, that is salt, it just makes it harder for the ones that are left. And, uh, you, know, and pre, you know, and pretty soon. You know, there are a whole lot of places in this country and world that I could pastor that are easier to pastor than uh, in the Pacific Northwest. And, you know, since everybody else does it, couldn't I just say, I'm just going to go to some place where the taxes are lower and the people are nicer. And I can just, I mean, because that's, that's what people do. Just We're, we're out of here. But no, why? Because God's placed me here. And because uh, if he didn't, I'd be running for the hills. Right? No, God is in control and he knows. And, and everything's temporal. And, uh, and, you know, and, and when they certify, finally they certify the election, one way or the other, whoever's president, I pray for them. Uh, and, uh, and I'm not, the, you know, they're not my president all that kind of stuff. I just don't buy into all that. Uh, and, uh, and by the way, it bothered you when it was the other way around. Uh, and, uh, and so you just, you just take the high road and live out your faith and serve God and realize that, you know, as soon as they certify it, they're running again. Everybody's running, it's always, and it's not four years, it's two years, and it's even less than that, and it's just, everything changes, except God. Oh, we forgot, Uh, as we read down in verse number 7, uh, remember them which have the rule over you. Won't spend a whole lot of time there. Who have spoken unto you, talking about whose faith follow. Uh, so I'll say this about that: uh, is that if you if you don't have the trust, maybe you're not there yet. You're still a little bit nervous or whatever. Uh, then follow follow my non-nervousness. Find find somebody else and, and, and follow their faith. And uh, and it's like you know what you know. He doesn't seem too upset. Um, there must be a different perspective to have uh, them that have rule. I like that. Um, um, I was looking at, I was talking about cooking, and uh, I looked up names of uh, chefs, like what are chefs' names, and uh, one's called the uh, chef de cuisine, which is, uh, which is chief uh, of the kitchen. I thought, that's a great title. Uh, you know what's a greater title? Um, chef de l'eglise, chief of the church. And I don't want everybody going, if I tell you to do something, yes, chef, (laughs) Uh, don't do that. But what I'm saying is, is that there's times where where you've got to look to me as your pastor and say, okay, he's saying, chill, and I I don't know why I should or how I can, uh, and I'm not there yet, but I'm just going to follow that example. And uh, in, uh, why? Verse 8, here's another, Jesus Christ. The same yesterday and today and forever. It says, Be not carried about with every wind, talking about change again. He's telling them, um, God is this, you're, you went from this dispensation to this dispensation, and with God, nothing has changed. You still live good moral life with piety and, and honorable and you, uh, and you serve him uh, and, uh, and realize that I'm never going to leave you, never, never, never leave you nor forsake you. I'm with you all way, even unto the end of the world, the promise of God. Uh, and so when, uh, when you turn, finally turn the television off and you just sit there in the quietness, your head's just spinning like, like and, and it's like, Lord, take me home, (laughs) you know, uh, let's just, if the rapture, the trump sounded and the rapture took place, man, that would be awesome and wonderful. But if it doesn't, uh, and uh, you've got to realize that nothing has changed in God's, God has a purpose and plan. And in God's purpose and plan, um, it's kings and authorities and rulers and presidents and uh, and in all this different stuff and God, God uses, um, uh, we read it in the Bible, uh, good leaders, bad leaders uh, and all of that for his glory. We don't know what it is. And so we say, God, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm just going to trust in you. And then I put my big, put my big boy pants on <laughs> and I go out in the world with a smile on my face uh, and I'm so happy. Here's the reason why Jesus took my burdens all the way. Amen. How can you be happy uh, in 2020? Um. I'm born again, I'm saved and I'm on my way to heaven and God has been good. God has been good all through this year. I don't, uh, and uh, and uh, I said when, uh, outside of, you know, uh, or before uh, Tuesday, uh, outside of the election, man, everything's been good and we've had grandbabies born and people have been saved and, uh, and the church has been blessed and all these different things. Uh, I'm sorry if 2020 hasn't been good for you, but it's been good for me. Amen. And it still is. Hanging chads and all. God is still good, and He is still on the throne. So focus on things that don't change, the unshaken things. Uh, and when you do that, um, it helps that double-mindedness. It's like we've got one foot in heaven, one foot on the earth. I know we're supposed to be heavily-minded, but I'm so concerned with everything down here uh, below. We sing, this world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. Uh, and it doesn't mean anything to us because we're, we're, we're just caught up. We're, we're more uh, of it than in it. Uh, the world. Uh, and, uh, and we're focused on shaken temporal things that, uh, and uh, it's just like, you know, uh, the tax cuts and this and price of gas and on and on. It's, everything's temporal. It just affects us. We're watching the stock market or whatever. And um, focus on God. And, uh, and I told people on uh, Wednesday that when we're, so we're crossing a bridge uh, and uh, your dad says, don't look down and so you look down and you get afraid. He says, no, look up here. Look up, keep your eyes over here. And, and, it's, and it's the same analogy. When we, start looking at, when we start looking down to things of this earth and take our eyes off where they're supposed to be set, uh, we get all kinds of nervous. And, uh, and in these passages like this, it's like God going, right here, I've got this. And, uh, you know, we'll say, let go and let God. And we have the T-shirt. But, but we're basket cases. It's God just saying, Hebrews 3. It's like he said to me as I'm reading it. It's like, look right here. Breathe. You feel like you can't, can't breathe. Anxious. God just said, let not your heart be troubled. Um, everything from do not despair, work on in despair. We know we know that. Uh, you know, we're troubled on every side, yet not. Uh, and it's all in the book. And so turn the TV off, turn the radio off, and get in this book and get, get things straight uh, and focus on the permanent things. And then, and then live bold, courageous, chin up, ambassador, life for Christ, in the Puget Sound, in a in in a wave of blue, and you just and you just let your light shine. Just let it shine. God says not to hide it. And uh, and so when I went to uh, Starbucks uh, the other day and, and uh, on Wednesday morning, and the uh, the barista's like, "Hello, how are you today?" and she's just all kinds of happy. And uh, and uh, and I really wasn't. Haven't it? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm I haven't got my coffee yet. Uh, that's why I'm there. And uh, and I know, sure enough, when I go up there, she's going to have buttons and stickers and, uh, and everything else, letting her flag fly. And uh, and uh, and on my way up, uh, I'm I, I'm I'm thinking about my talk with myself in the front of the mirror to to what the Bible says uh, and everything, and just that's what you got to do. You got to remind yourself. And so when she's like, I get up to it, sure enough, everything I preach against, handing me my coffee. And she's, how was how your day going? Because she wanted me to say, terrible. Ugh. Because that's what she, she wants to gloat. But I said, wonderful. You know, this is a day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad, and I'm thinking it's a, it's a command of God, and so I'm going to do it. I mean, that's part of what I was thinking. God's the guy. If I don't, I'm in trouble. Um, but that's what they need. They need you um, to just say, you know what? God's good all the time, and I love you, and I love him, and he loves you, and, uh, and God is in control, and I'll pray for whoever's in office, and I'm going to live out my life the best I can Uh, in serving God. uh, And uh, and I'm going to go through this change like every other change I've gone through and lived. Uh, And uh, and all the permanent things will still be permanent. Uh, And uh, 10 years from now, uh, and 20 years from now, if the Lord tarries, what never changes in this book is what I'm going to focus on. And uh, otherwise, whoa, it's a roller coaster, isn't it? And, uh, and so I know which one of you don't like roller coasters because you're the ones bent over and uh, dizzy and can't stand it and let everybody know that uh, the roller coaster of life uh, isn't, uh, isn't working out for you. And, uh, and so even if, even if you're not there yet, would you just please be like a dad who's on the roller coasters and who may be sick and whatever, and the kids go, how was that, dad? You're like, it was awesome awesome. Let's go again. <laughs> you know, uh, and, uh, and, just, and just have some, have some courage uh, uh, to live. Let's all stand uh, with our heads bowed and our eyes closed, and let's focus. And maybe today as we pray uh, for the invitation time, uh, that you just spend some time and say, God, thank you uh, for uh, the anchor I have in the truth and promises of your word. This plumb line, uh, the Bible refers to itself, this standard. Uh, God, help me to focus on permanent things, and and just be honest with the Lord, I'm distressed, I'm dismayed, Uh, but uh, but I know my fear, the fear that I have is not of you, and Lord, and you just give that to God. This room is filled with people who are filled with fear, Uh, and uh, and I want to challenge you that you shouldn't be, and that ask you to give that to the Lord today.